It's all right. We about to go live, y'all. So uh, don't y'all lose that energy now. So many things. Don't lose that energy. So many trials he's brought us over. But this morning we have a new testimony. We stand boldly and we say. Come on, Soprano. 
Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 117. We, the members of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, give praises to the Lord for his generous blessing of a faithful servant appointed by God. We thank our Heavenly Father for allowing his chosen shepherd to guide this flock. Today, July 25th, 2021, in recognition of his dedicated and faithful service, and with gratitude, love, and appreciation, we proclaim and commence this 14th year pastor's anniversary celebration, honoring Reverend Reginald M. Buckley. We welcome each of you here this morning to worship with us. Please join us as we praise and worship the Lord. Media. There's good doctrine and there is sound doctrine. Now I know it's controversial in this culture to make such statements, but Jesus said, I'm talking about your Savior now. Jesus said, I'm talking about the one we believe. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Now at some point, at some point, at some point, you got to believe that. That, that, that means that, that, that other paths and other ways are not sound ways to the Father. All right, all right. Y'all just intend on making me work hard today. I got to preach at 3 o'clock and y'all just going to make this long and hard for me. Okay, all right, that's all right. I'm ready for you though, that's all right. Because this preacher still believes. This preacher still believes that he is the way, the truth, and the life.
Good morning. I'm Youth Deacon Joshua DeVall. The scripture for the morning will come from Matthew 25th chapter, verses 19 through 23, and they read as follows. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And he that had received the five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou delivered unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thy, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliver unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of a whore inspired word. A vision without task is a dream. A task without a vision is drudgery. A vision and a task is the hope of the world. Almighty God, our Father, we enter into your presence this morning with joy and thanksgiving, with praises on our lips, thanking you for another day's journey. And we're glad about it. Thank you, God of God, for being who you are and helping us to know who we are. We are your sheep. And we thank you right now. We hear your voice and we follow. Thank you for our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, your good and perfect gift, who came, lived, died, but rose again, declaring all power in heaven and earth in his hand. And you told us in your word that no man seeth the Father except through the Son. And so we thank you right now. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for keeping us when we didn't love ourselves. We thank you right now for this day, one that has been coming since the beginning of time. We thank you for the journey. Thank you for this Cade family. You know all about us, Father God. From Asylum Hill, you brought us through Rush Arbors, through Mount Helm, to this holy place that we stand in now, and we thank you. And through it all, you've provided us with visionary leadership. We thank you for teachings, those who taught us that it's just nice to be nice. Those who taught us that when everybody does all that they can, that miracles happen every day. And on this day, we celebrate a man of your own calling, your call, your anointed, your appointed. Thank you for Pastor Reginald. We thank you for your calling on his life a long time ago. And then we thank him for answering that call. And thus the journey began. We thank you, Father God, because you provided us with a pastor, one who is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus, a devoted husband, a loving father, teacher, preacher, extraordinary leader. And in times like these, Father God, we couldn't ask for anything more. Through pandemic and separation and isolation, he's been a steady hand. When water wouldn't flow from the pipes, he's been a steady hand. 
for ice and snow that likes of which we've never seen before he's been a steady hand and for that we say thank you thank you for a man for times like these thank you for lady lucretia we thank you for her devotion to this family to this cave family in her family loving mother thank you for jonathan thank you for anna Keep your hedge of protection around them, Father God, and provide everything that they need. And Father God, we ask right now, because you said that you have not because you ask not. We thank you for 14 years that we celebrate today, but we're going to take the audacity and simply ask if you give us 14 times 14 more. And for that, Father God, we simply say, we know we can't pay you, but we simply like to say, thank you, son. Thank you for all that you've done, and thank you for what you're doing. We ask it all now, in the matchless and precious name of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, we do. Amen? Amen. morning again church uh, came in this morning I looked around and uh, just felt good to be back uh, felt good to be back just, yeah it felt good to be back uh, good seeing some familiar faces and so we're gonna go ahead and move throughout our program today uh, my name is Brandon uh, Crowley this is my lovely wife Chloe Crowley and we will be your worship leaders for today uh, we welcome you to join and participate in the service and celebrate this momentous milestone. Reverend Reginald Buckley has faithfully served Cage Chapel for 14 years. He and his family are truly a blessing to this congregation. Not only is he a phenomenal leader, outstanding speaker, dynamic teacher, but also an inspirational man of God. Today, we want to show him that we love him, respect him, and thank God for him. We also ask that you join us in congratulating Reg uh, Reverend Buckley on becoming president-elect of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention. We have a thank you card. Uh, that reads, thanks so much. Words can say so little when someone has done so much, but I thank you with all my heart. Thank you so much for all you have done for my family. We appreciate the church, and God bless you all. Please continue to keep us in your prayers. Love, Hope, Kalika, and Mama Morris. It is now time for giving. The Lord has truly blessed all of us, and now we can return unto him a portion of what he's given to us. 
There are several ways you may give. For those of us joining us live stream, you may text your offering to the number shown on the screen, give through the K-Chapel app, or you may mail in or leave it here at the church. For those of you here, the ushers have placed baskets at the entrance uh, where you may place your gifts. Please remember that we're asking for a love offering of $50 or give as you've been blessed. God loves a cheerful giver.
says, I never seen it. The righteous forsaken. Oh no. You never will. <laughs> Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gifts we have received. Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless these gifts in a mighty way. And we, Heavenly Father, we ask that they be used in a way that's pleasing in your eyesight. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who are able to give. And I ask a special prayer for those who had a desire to give but did not have it. Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to bless K Chapel to be a giving church. And we'll be careful to give you the honor and the praise. For it's in your precious son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning and welcome to the 14th Annual Katie Awards. Joining us now to present the Most Phenomenal Couple Award is Deacon and Deaconess Kelvin and Cherie Williams. Good morning. And thank you for joining us this morning as we pay tribute to and celebrate Pastor Buckley and the First Family on 14-year anniversary. Now, I know you're familiar with the Emmys and the Grammys, and they're great, but this morning you're live at the best award show, the Katie's. We are eager to pay tribute to and award this year's most phenomenal couple. A phenomenal couple is humble, united as one, surrenders self as a servant, would trade in personal privileges for the sake of others, and be willing to suffer in times of need. to provide spiritual guidance to this congregation. Throughout the pandemic, they've assisted with COVID vaccines and tests, distributed water and meals, and countless other resources to this community and more. A phenomenal couple must accomplish all those things and more. While we be phenomenal parents. parents. This year's nominees are Prince Harry and Megan Markle. nominees, Sierra and Russell Wilson. Uh, 
next nominees are Martin and Gina Payne. Introduction, excuse me, of our speaker, Sister Monica Tobias. Great morning to you all. First, I would like to congratulate the President Buckley and his First Lady on your 14 years of accomplishments here at Kay's Chapel. May God bless you with many, many more. Well, well, here come the good part. He always gets nervous, but I typed it up so I won't say anything. I don't have any business. First, I would like to um, give honor to God. Second, I would like to introduce my black diamond. Pastor Willie Tobias Jr. is from Macomb, Mississippi. He's the second born of Myra Tobias and the late Reverend Dr. Willie B. Tobias Sr. Our 12 years of unity has provided us with three children, Tyler, Taylor, and our little busybody, London. After graduating from South Pike in, Madison, excuse me, in Magnolia, Mississippi, he decided to make a wrong decision in life by attending Alcorn State University, where he became a member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. 
He later relocated to Atlanta, Georgia to attend DeVire University, where he graduated with a bachelor's degree in business administration. With his enthusiastic and learning to enhance his ability to help others to become closer to Christ, he received a bachelor's degree in biblical studies from Bellhaven University, a master's degree in pastoral leadership, and then a practical theology from Indiana Wesley University, and soon to accomplish a doctorate in divinity from Wesley Biblical Seminary. He's excited about advancing his knowledge for the people of God. God called Reverend Tobias to spread the gospel 21 years ago. He has 13 years of pastoral experience and currently the pastor of New Mount Zion Baptist Church here in Jackson, Mississippi. Pastor served in the transportation ministry for the National Baptist Convention. He also served as the second vice president for the Jackson District Congress of Christian Education. Pastor is a born-again Christian who loves the Lord, and motto is, God is good even when we are not. I introduce to you my pastor, my children's father, a humble man of God, the proud pastor of New Mount Zion Baptist Church. So let's put your hands together like I have introduced you, and let's tell pastor, allow the spirit to use you. Thank you. Remember 
control each hemisphere and your orbits out in space cause men to cheer your scientific knowledge may be vast for only what you do for Christ will last remember only what you do for Christ will last remember only what you do Ah! Uh-huh. 
Listen, I'm from the country, and that's how we do it in Macomb, Mississippi. Can I say that again? Father, Lord, I stretch my hand to your hands together and praise the name of the Lord this Sunday morning. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on and put your hands together and bless the name of Jehovah Jireh, my provider, this Sunday morning. Amen. Giving honor and reverence to our Heavenly Father God who has been so good, gracious, and generous to us that he has afforded us one more opportunity to get it right. Let me remind us that it's not because we've been so good. Amen, somebody. It's not because we've been so kind, just or moral, but it is because of the grace of God. Amen. To the angel of this house, my friend, my brother, Pastor Reginald Buckler, we bless the Lord for you on today. Thank you so much for the service. Oh, come on, celebrate your pastor today. We thank you for your service to the K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, and we salute you, we honor and reverence you for how God has elevated you in the preaching ministry. Amen, somebody. Thank God for our newly elected president of our convention. And we pray God's richest blessings upon Pastor Reginald Buckley and the K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church family. And to your wife and your children, we salute you as well. Because behind every good man, there is a good woman. Amen, somebody. Amen. While he is working and serving, she is faithful, taking care of the home and the children. So we salute you as well. And ask God's richest blessings upon you as well. Thank God for my wife who has given me that introduction on today. Amen. We bless the Lord for her. Thank God for her faithfulness and how she loves and cares for us. And to Pastor Emeritus, Pastor Buckley, we bless you as well. We honor you in this house on today. Amen. We stand on the shoulder. Uh, the senior pastors here in the city of Jackson have been a blessing to us, and we are where we are 
because of individuals such as Pastor Buckley. Bless you greatly. Well, there's a word from God. I seek not to be before you long on today, but there is a word from God that summons our senses and invites our intellect this Sunday morning uh, that comes out of the book of Psalms. Uh, the Lord has placed this particular passage of scripture in our spirit this morning, the book of Psalms, the 119th numbers of Psalms. I want to uh, commence with verse number nine, concluding with verse number 11. The 119th numbers of Psalms, uh, commencing with verse number nine, concluding with verse number 11. Hear ye uh, the word of the Lord. As the word of God says this, beginning with verse number nine, this is what the psalmist says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed thereto according to thy word with my whole heart have I sought thee oh let me not wander from thy commandments thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee Lord have mercy, Jesus. I want to I want to tag this text and talk about this Sunday morning. We need the word. My God from Zion. We need the word. My brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered that in times like these, when it seems as though the commands of God are despised and rejected. We need pastors, we need preachers who are willing to uphold the word of God. Amen, somebody. In times like these, in times such as these, when the commands of God are being despised, disdained, and detested, we need pastors, we need preachers, we need teachers, we need Christians who are willing to stand firm on the word of God without, without wavering, without fluctuating, without changing, telling men, women, boys, and girls what thus saith the Lord. Without, without hesitation, without a reservation, we, we need pastors, we need preachers who are willing to preach and teach God's standards of purity. We need pastors, we need preachers who are willing to teach and preach God's standards of unity. Not some Sundays, but on a regular basis, warning people of how dangerous it is to disobey God. I wish I had somebody who was going to help me this Sunday morning. We, we need pastors and preachers who are willing to stand boldly, stand firmly on the word of God, telling men and women, boys and girls, how difficult it is to please God when you're living in sin. We need pastors, ladies and gentlemen, we need pastors who, who are willing to inform people 
of how dangerous it is to walk away from God, how dangerous it is to ignore God. And the truth of the matter is, Kate Chapel, I think I need to tell you that the only way this can be done is by using the word of God. I come to tell somebody this Sunday morning that the only way, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this can be done is by using and utilizing the word of God. In other words, I think I need to tell you this Sunday morning, we need the word. I think I need to say that one more time this Sunday morning. I think I need to tell somebody this Sunday morning, we need the word of God. When you see what's going on outside the church, within the church, and around the church, we need the word of God. When you see what's going on in this city, this country, this nation, and this world, I stop by to tell you, we need the word of God. When you see how crime is rising and how people are dying when you see how morale is low and immorality is high I come to tell you on my way to heaven we need the word of God I need to help somebody. I need to help somebody this Sunday morning when I tell you we are living, ladies and gentlemen, I've discovered we are living in a day and time when people have started to minimize the word. I know this ain't good preaching. Somebody's not going to like this, but I need to help you this Sunday morning. I tell you that we are living in a day and time when even in the church, we have entered a season when individuals have started to minimize the word of God. Can I say it how I feel it this Sunday morning? We've gotten to a point where many people have restarted to reduce or diminish the word of God. We've started to cut out the word of God, but I think I need to tell you on my way to heaven that the word of God still gives ease to a troubled mind. Talk to me, somebody. The word of God still will increase your faith. Uh, his word is the source of salvation. Uh, his word is the source of truth. Uh, his word is the source of freedom. Uh, it is without error. Uh, it is without mistake. The word of God uh, is spiritual food. It will cause you to grow. Uh, the word of God will give you victory uh, over your trials, over your trials tribulations uh, over your temptation. Uh, the word of God is a true source of happiness. Uh, it'll make you holy. Uh, it'll comfort you in the midnight hour. Uh, it is the source of answered prayers. Uh, it will give healing to your body. Uh, it will give joy in times of sorrow. Uh, it'll bring lost boys out of the street. Talk to me somebody. Uh, it is the source of assurance uh, and I come to set the record straight uh, until somebody this Sunday morning uh, we need the word I don't care I don't care how strong you are you cannot make it in this life without the word of God can I bless somebody this Sunday morning? I don't care. I don't care how independent you are, how self-governing you are, how sovereign you are, how supreme or self-determined you are, how self-regulated you are. You cannot make it in this life without the word of God. 
That's why, that's why I like what the apostle Paul says in the book of Romans. Paul says this. Paul says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let me say it this way, K. Chapel. I've discovered that the more word you have, the more faith you have. Can I say that again? This Sunday morning, I've discovered that the more word you have, uh, the more faith you have, uh, and you ought to celebrate what God is doing uh, in K-Champa this Sunday morning uh, because God has given you a preacher. Uh, God has given you a pastor. Uh, God has given you a man who's not ashamed to spread the word of God. Talk to me, somebody. You ought to help me celebrate the gift that God has bestowed on this church because God has given you a preacher. He has given you a pastor. And he's not ashamed to spread the word of God. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, that's why, that's why I, I like the 119th numbers of Psalms because in this particular pericope you will discover that the loyalty, the respect and the interest of the summit as it relates to the word of God now, now let me help you, let me do some teaching on this particular, this particular text this Sunday morning ladies and gentlemen because you have to understand that the 119th numbers of Psalms is the longest passage of scripture in the Bible the 119 numbers of Psalms has 176 verses that are broken down into 22 segments. Each segment signifies a letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Read it when you get a chance. You will discover that this Psalms is broken down into uh, eight sections and each section signifies a letter or let me say it this way each segment signifies a letter in the Hebrew alphabet and these verses in each section literally are broken down in this second section the psalmist here says uh, that he is excited uh, he's enthused uh, and he always become encouraged when it comes to the word of God let me help you Three things I want to suggest to you, Pastor Buckley, that we need to do with the word of God when it comes from God, when it comes from God to the pastor, the preacher, and to the parishioners. The first thing I need to tell you is the summit seems to suggest when it comes to hearing or receiving the word of God from the man of God, the psalmist says uh, that the first thing we must be willing to do is we must be willing to heed to the word of God. Lord have mercy Jesus when when the word of God comes from the preacher the pastor if it's going to be a blessing to the people of God the psalmist seems to suggest that the first thing we must be willing to do is we must be willing to heed to the word of God that's why he says I believe in verse number nine the psalmist says this where 
Whither shall a young man cleanse his ways? Then he turns around and answers the question. He said, when or how can a young man cleanse his ways? How can the people of God cleanse their ways? How can the city of Jackson become clean? What must we do in order to cleanse our ways? Then the summons turns around and he answers his question. And he says the answer to the question is simply by taking heed to the word of God. I need to help somebody this Sunday morning when I tell you I've discovered that the only thing that will clean you up can I just bless somebody this Sunday morning? I've discovered that the only thing that will clean you up is the word of God. Now let me help you this word this word heed in the Hebrew language or the Hebrew connotation comes from a Hebrew word that simply means to observe but not only does it mean that we should observe the word but it also means that we should obey the word in other words ladies and gentlemen the psalmist here says or suggests there should be some observing but then there should be some obeying that's why, that's why he answers the question by saying the only thing that will clean you up is the word of God when you have become infected, corrupted, and polluted with sin, when you have become filthy, murky, dirty, and mucky with sin, I come to tell you that the only thing that will clean you up is the word of God. I remember I'm from the country there in Macomb, Mississippi, Pastor Buckley. I remember as a young child seeing my daddy, God rest his soul. I remember seeing my daddy clean some fish. And as I got a little bit older, I remember seeing uh, my daddy clean some chitlins. And, and I noticed that cleaning certain stuff took or required a lot of time. Can I help you this Sunday morning? He, he would clean fish. He would clean some chitlin. But I, I noticed that, that when you clean certain stuff, cleaning certain stuff required a lot of energy and effort. It took a lot of time. And I've discovered that's how it is with us, ladies and gentlemen, because I've discovered uh, that nobody can clean you up like God can. I wish I had somebody who's actually had the Lord clean you up. Nothing can clean you up like God can. I, I mean soap won't do it. Uh, Dow won't do it. Uh, Zest won't do it. Uh, Caress won't do it. Uh, ivory won't do it. Uh, tide won't do it. Uh, bowl won't do it. Uh, cheer won't do it. Uh, I don't care what's going on in your life. Uh, the only thing that can clean you up uh, and make you zestfully clean is the word of God. Matter of fact, that's why, that's why you ought to thank God for the preacher, pastor every Sunday morning because he's giving you God's word because somebody here knows that heeding leads to cleaning. I need to say that again this Sunday morning. I've discovered through observation and looking at the text this Sunday morning, I've discovered that heeding leads to cleaning. Oh, my brothers and sisters, but not only must we understand uh, when it comes to the word of God, uh, the psalmist seems to suggest that we must heed to the word. But, but when it comes to receiving the word of God, 
from the preacher, the pastor, not only must we heed to the word, but I like this, I like this, ladies and gentlemen, because the psalmist seems to suggest that after we heed the word, then he says we must be willing to hold on to the word. Lord have mercy, Jesus. He says here in the text, he says we've got to heed to the word, but then he also seems to suggest that we must be willing to hold on to the word. Look at what the psalmist said, ladies and gentlemen, in verse number 10, he says, with my whole heart have I sold thee. Oh, let me not wonder from thy commandments. He, he challenges us, he charges us to make sure that we are holding on to the word of God. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I can illustrate this point, I believe. You know, sometimes in stores, uh, children, they tend to wander off from their parents while being in the stores. I remember, I remember seeing some parents with that, with what is called, I believe it's called a uh, child safety harness. <laughs> You've seen it before. Uh, you seen the child with that safety harness on and the harness was attached to the child and it was also attached to the parent. And, and you know, like I know Kate Chapel, that the purpose of that child's safety harness was that if that child started to wander off, that child couldn't get too far because they were still attached. Help me preach this Sunday morning. They were still attached to the parent. And, and the purpose of that child's safety harness was that if that child started to wander off, that child couldn't get too far because they were still attached to the parent. And all that parent had to do was pull that child closer to them. They couldn't wander off too far because they were still attached to the parent. Come here, y'all missing me this Sunday morning. What I'm trying to tell you is that the word of God is much like a safety harness I wish I had somebody who knew what I was talking about this Sunday morning the, the, the word of God ladies and gentlemen it is much like a safety harness and, and that's why I thank God for the preacher and the pastor because when I tend to wander off sometimes talk to me somebody when you start to wander off sometimes look at me talk to me somebody because all of us will wander off sometime talk to me somebody you may wander off in your thoughts uh, you may wander off in your deeds uh, you may wander off in your actions uh, but then you are reminded uh, of the word of God uh, that serves like a safety harness uh, and when you try to wander off uh, his word will reel you back in uh, his word will pull you back in uh, when you start to go the direction uh, his word will talk to me somebody is much like a safety harness and I'm done. I'm getting ready to leave you this Sunday morning. Why? Why? You're holding on to the word. I need to tell you, before I get too excited, why you're holding on to the word, I think I need to tell you, don't hold on half-heartedly. 
Can I, can I bless somebody this Sunday morning? When, when Pastor Buckley gives you the word on Sunday morning, uh, and when he gives you the word during the week, I come by to tell you, don't you dare hold on to the word half-heartedly, but, but, but you've got to hold on to the word with your whole heart. That's why the summer says, and I'm out of here this Sunday morning. That's why the summer says, I believe he says, uh, with my whole heart, uh, talk to me somebody. He says, with my whole heart, uh, have I sought thee? Uh, and you know how it is when you do things with your whole heart. Uh, that means you put everything you got in it. You, you, you put your all and all into it. You, you, you don't have do it. Uh, you don't dibble and dabble with it. Uh, but when you do it uh, with everything you have, uh, that's why the summer says in the text, uh, with my whole heart, uh, have I sought thee uh, and let me not wander from your commandments. And I don't know about you, but my testimony this Sunday morning is that I need the word. I can't speak for anybody up in here, up in here this Sunday morning. Uh, but as for me, myself, and I, I cannot make it without the word of God. Is anybody here not ashamed to testify that you can't make it without the word? I wish I had one more person. I think we'll have church this Sunday morning. Anybody here not ashamed to testify that you can't make it without the word of God? Why? Because his word gives you life. His word gives you hope. His word will save a dying soul. It'll strengthen you when you're weak. It'll seal you. It'll sanctify you. His word will draw you closer to him. His word would deliver you. And I don't know about you, but, but, but I love his word. I, I study his word. I, I cherish his word. I, I meditate on his word. I, I preach his word. His word is priceless. And we need. Look over and tell somebody. I'm done. Tell somebody we need the word of God. If you're not ashamed, look over and tell somebody we need the word of God. Well, the last thing I'm going to tell you is that when you hold on to the word of God, he says, when you receive the word, heed to the word. When Pastor Buckley gives you the word, heed to the word. When he gives you the word, hold on to the word. But third and finally, as I bid you good morning, the third thing I need to tell you, and I'm going to shout my way out of here. He says, you've got to be willing to hide the word. I like that this Sunday morning. You've got to heed to the word. You've got to hold on to the word. But thoroughly and finally, the summer says you've got to be willing to hide the word. Now, I hear somebody saying, preacher, pastor, where must I hide the word of God? I need to tell you, you don't hide the word in your house. Because if you hide the word in your house, Thieves and robbers may come in and steal the word. You don't hide, you don't hide the word in your head. Because if the word is in your head, the older you get, some things you tend to forget. You don't hide it in your house, you don't hide it in your head. But I think I need to tell you, when Pastor Buckley gives you the word on Sunday morning, you got to be willing to hide the word of God 
in your heart. And that's why the psalmist seems to suggest uh, thy word have I hidden in my heart. And the reason the word is in my heart is because I don't want to sin against the law. Now, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to bid you good morning when I tell you we need the word of God. Now, the Bible will tell you that the word of God is really Jesus the Christ. Uh, somebody needs to know somebody needs to understand uh, that uh, the word of God uh, is really Jesus the Christ well somebody may be saying preacher pastor how do you know that the word of God uh, is Jesus the Christ because uh, the Bible says in John chapter 1, uh, in the beginning, uh, it was the Word. And uh, the Bible says uh, that uh, the Word, uh, it was with God. And the Bible says uh, that the word, uh, he came uh, through 40 and two generations. And uh, I love the fact uh, that the word, uh, he was wounded uh, for my transgression. Somebody needs to understand that the word of God, he was wounded from my transgressions. He was bruised from my iniquities. Well, somebody may be saying, preacher, pastor, why do I really need the word of God? Well, I think I need to tell you that the word of God is the only thing that will mean broken hearts. Somebody needs to know, uh, somebody needs uh, to understand that uh, the word of God, uh, it is uh, the only thing uh, that uh, will uh, build a church. Because uh, I, I hear Jesus saying, uh, if I'm, uh, Lord, if I'm, uh, be lifted up. Uh, Jesus says uh, that I would draw men uh, unto me. Is there anybody in the house uh, uh, not ashamed to testify uh, you need the word? Is there anybody out there uh, not ashamed to testify uh, that when you come every Sunday morning, uh, you come to hear uh, a word from God? Uh, I'm going to leave you this Sunday morning, uh, but I want to tell you, Pastor Berklin, uh, that whenever you mount the pulpit, uh, uh, don't you worry uh, what others may say. 
Every Sunday morning, uh, when you mount the pulpit, uh, uh, don't you worry uh, uh, how people around you uh, uh, will look at you. Uh, uh, don't you worry uh, uh, what other people uh, uh, has to say about you. Uh, because your job is uh, to simply give them uh, uh, the word of God. Uh, I say your job is simply uh, to give men and women, uh, to give boys and girls, uh, to give a dying world uh, of the word of God. Uh, and I declare uh, that if you give them the word, uh, oh, one of these old days, uh, oh, we'll hear Jesus saying, uh, well done, uh, thy faithful servant. If you give him the word, uh, uh, one of these old days, uh, uh, we'll hear Jesus saying, uh, oh, well done, uh, my faithful servant. Uh, you've been faithful over a few. Uh, come on up a little higher, uh, and I'm going to make you rulers uh, of so many. Uh, is there anybody in the house uh, uh, not ashamed to testify? You need the word. And anybody out there not ashamed to lift your hands and tell somebody I need the word. Y'all looking at me strange. I said, lift your holy hands and tell somebody I need the word. I'm waiting on somebody back down. I said, lift your holy hands and tell somebody I need the word. Because there's power. There's power. There's power in the word of God. Pastor Buckley, we need the word. And I've gotten to a point in my life. Can I bless somebody? I've gotten to a point in my life where I need somebody to tell me the truth. Somebody just missed that. The word of God is truth. And when you come to cage out, you ought to come expecting a word from God. You ought to come expecting God to speak to you through the preacher, the pastor. Matter of fact, you ought to lift your hands this Sunday morning, stretch them to Pastor Buckley and say, give us the word. Lift your hands and stretch them to your pastor and say, pastor, give us the word because the word of God is the only thing that will change our lives. God, our Father, we thank you for the power of your word. We're going to be like the psalmist. When we hear the word from our pastor, when we hear the word of God being preached, we want to heed to the word. God, we need to hold on to it and hide it in our hearts. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the preacher of your word. Now, God, I pray a special prayer over this pastor today. God, I pray for his family.
I pray in the name of Jesus that you would cover him and comfort him. God, we realize and recognize that every level there's a new devil. The higher you take us, there are some traps around the corner. But this is our prayer on the day, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you cover this man of God. Cover his family. Cover this church. And God, we pray that you will give him many, many more years to preach not what he wants to preach. Teach not what he wants to teach. But to preach your word. And you said, God, you said in your word that if we are faithful, you would draw all men unto you. Thank you, Father God, for this preacher pastor. Keep them in your care as they continue to deliver your word. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. I want to challenge Pastor Buckley to continue to trust in God. And I want to tell somebody here, it's easy to trust God when things are going well in your life. But I want to challenge you to continue to trust God when the floodgates are open and it seems to be attacking you everywhere because we've got to do it with our whole heart. Trust God until the day we die. I know I'm not at home, but I love this song. Can I just sing this song this Sunday morning? I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in I will trust in until I die. Anybody gonna trust him? to do mm, I'm going to stay on the path yeah I'm going to stay on the path oh I'm going to stay on the path until 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 I Some of you have been taken beyond your limits 
and you didn't think that you were going to be able to make it. But I'm here today to open the doors of the church because I know without a doubt that you can't make it without the Lord. You see, everyone went through some kind of trial last year. These last 16 months have changed the way you live your life. But one thing has never changed. That is God's word. And as Reverend Tobias said a few minutes ago, that nothing, can't nothing clean you up but the word of God. So if you've got some things you're dealing with today, no matter how large or how small, we give you this opportunity to come and join in with the man that I call Jesus. One that brought me last year through something that I didn't believe that I could make it through. But I know it was nothing but the Lord that brought me through it. And I want to introduce you to a man by the name of Jesus. The doors of the church are open. just a minute. Many of you know that I had COVID last year. The thing that I want you to know is this. There are a lot of people out there that's not taking, talking about not getting their shots. Let me tell you something. Not only will the shots save, but you need a relationship with the Lord. I don't care what you think, how strong you are, what you will or will not get. I'm a living testimony that there's nothing man can point to to say that we saved his life. We did this to save his life because I got it at a time when they were still trying to wrap their heads around it. And I'm here to tell you, if you don't have the Lord, if you don't know the Lord, the time is now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Whatever you do, don't wait till tomorrow. Thank you. What a day, what a day, what a day. This morning, 
I'm here to bring gifts to the Dr. Buckley and Dr. Buckley and Reverend Buckley and Mrs. Buckley, if y'all would join me. And as they come, I'd like for everybody to stand and give them a rousing applause. This, is, this has been a year like none other. And I know that it has tried your soul. And I have watched you perform many a funeral this year. I've watched you preach many a sermon. And they all were touching. And Sister Lucretia was always there by your side. Your kids were even by your side. Uh, his kids are some good workers, y'all. They can really help tote water and whatever, whatever is going on, they just get right in there. We know that we can't pay you, Reverend, but these are some gifts from all of the ministries and the different people around the church. We love you and we can't hide it. Thank you. Great is thy faithfulness. Over the last 14 years, we have so many shared examples of God's faithfulness to us as individuals and to us collectively. This last year alone has presented us with numerous instances. Kate, we have encouraged each other through a water crisis, sickness, death of our loved ones, and the emotional anguish that accompanies altered expectations and ways of living. Through it all, we've done it bearing one another's burdens. We have rejoiced and celebrated births and birthdays, graduations and promotions, and Cade, we've walked together to bring hope and healing um, within our congregation and throughout this city. We laugh together and we cry together. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness unto us and great is my gratitude unto you, Kay Chapel, for your loving kindness, for your commitment to the ministry of Cade and the building of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, for your encouragement and support, for the clothes off your back, for your heartwarming words and your creative ways, for your generosity, for your prayers, for your gifts and your other gestures of love. Thanks be to God for the things that you have done um, and the things that he has done through us and with us. As it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Thank you. Amen. She was about to go sit down. I said, just stay up here with me. Don't leave me by myself. Amen. Good morning. 
Thanks be unto God. Great is our God and he is greatly to be praised. I thank the Lord God for this day, for bringing us to this moment. Indeed, as has been said in so many different ways, it's been a tough 16 months. But God has proven himself faithful through it all. Through everything we've seen, everything we've witnessed, we've also seen the faithfulness and the graciousness of a loving God. Many of you have been touched in various ways, but I thank God that you have chosen on this day to come and touch our hearts, touch our lives, the life of my family, my wife, my children, and me in the very special way that you do each and every year. Uh, 14 years have gone by somewhat fast, uh, but I, I heard your prayer, Deacon Wright, and I'm not good at math. But 14 times 14 seemed like a long time. Amen. And if the Lord grants it, I'm buckling in for it. Amen. There are so many to thank. So many I will not remember to thank. But let me start by saying thank you to our program committee, uh, led by Sister Bonnie McNeil Harris. Uh, also, Sister Sister Wright, God bless you. Thank you for your leadership in 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 just blessing us. I believe this year was uh, you all always come up with something unique, something different to do. And this year they started two weeks in advance, showering us uh, with gifts. There was a gift every day for somebody in the family, and we thank God. And then we started fighting, saying, "No, it's my day." It ain't your day. You had it day yesterday. <laughs> we started trying to figure out who was going to get the gift today and tomorrow. But thank you so much for always uh, doing such wonderful things to, to make our lives and to touch our lives in a special way. I also uh, want to thank the entire K Chapel family, not only for what you do this day, but for the last three and some change three and a half or maybe close to four years now, you have been walking with me in a campaign uh, to become president of our Mississippi General Baptist State Convention. I can't say how, how blessed I am to have people who not only say the right thing but then do the right thing they, they, they say they love you and then they show that they love you they say that they support you and then they show up in big numbers and then dare anybody to do anything <laughs> y'all are some kind of folk and I love you from the bottom of my heart for, for all that you have done over the course of this election and this campaign. In the digital program, uh, there is a letter of thanks that uh, chronicles uh, uh, some of the names and some of the organizations and ministries. There are too many for me to call out right here. But thank you for everything that you have done uh, to make this journey a very meaningful one. But I promise you this, I promise you this, before I'm president, I'm always pastor. Before I'm president, I'm always pastor. And I cherish pastor 
I cherish that calling. You see, because I've been elected to president, but I've been called to pastor. I've been called to pastor. And so I thank you for allowing me the privilege to pastor you and to serve and to follow and to serve along with you. Thank you all to, I'm not going to get into the name calling because I could do it for, for a whole long time and I'm going to miss somebody. So thank you all for who you are and the wonderful way that you bless us over and over and over again. I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Amen. like to say uh, we would like to uh, thank you all for allowing us to be your uh, worship leaders for this uh, celebration and now you're in the hands of our uh, deacons. this mic back there give me a cordless mic if you can give me a cordless mic we got a cordless no cordless over there you got one we're gonna get a cordless mic we're gonna get out of here Tobias thank you so much Reverend Pastor God bless you can we bless the man of God this morning amen amen, amen. so listen you all it's been 
How many of you are here for the first time? Are you a first time? Amen. First time in the sanctuary? Amen. Good to see you all. Good to see you. God bless you. Thank you for being here. It's also, it's also uh, Pastor Emeritus and First Lady Emeritus, first time in the sanctuary, I believe, as well. Amen. Is that right? Y'all been back in there? Is that first time for worship? Yeah, first time for worship. Listen, since it's our anniversary, Y'all, y'all mind if we do one, one, you mind if we take one, one note of personal privilege? Amen. One note of personal privilege. Um, Daddy, you, 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 you feel like singing. You feel like singing. I, I, I would, if you sing us out of here, I, I know the Lord, Reverend, will make a way. You, you, you feel like, yes. I know the Lord will make a way. I know the Lord will make a way. Yes, He will. You want another key? I think you want another key. I think you want another key. I know the Lord. I know the Lord will make a way. Yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. I know the Lord will make a way. Yes, he will. I know the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Go in peace.